Hello everyone and welcome aboard the Gilded Lily. If you're new to the show, we are an improvisational and collaborative storytelling podcast that's focused on telling fun, character-driven stories. Now, what does that mean? Well, we sit down here at our desks, pick up a quill and pretend to be someone we're not, using these uh, funny-shaped rocks with numbers on them. We're here to weave a tale for you to enjoy. Second by second, line by line. This one here is about a few college roommates who abandon higher education and accidentally become pirates. Well, hopefully the good kind. Our story is being told with a game system you may or may not be familiar with. Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition. We loosely rely on this system to tell our own stories independent of the lore and problematic content that often comes with these dungeons and dragons as you pull them out of the box. In short, it just means that we use dice to decide what happens next to our funny little characters. What adventures will our rascals get into this week? Well, let's roll some dice and find out together. Log, day 10. Journey to Strider's Landing has gone well. Recently tasked security and Neil with infiltrating at the enemy ship. News to come soon. Any word on the book? As Kothak sits inside his cabin, nervously awaiting news of the infiltration onto the Shattered Herald, an open pen and quill sits before him. Then it gently lifts up into the air and begins to write. No news on the book. That name belongs to a disavowed mage from the college. Will require more questioning. Queen Lucidian reports more movement further south of the coast. Deckard's fleet engaged with a single cult ship and lost several of his own before sinking it. They're armed and preparing for something big. Be careful out there. I hope your infiltration goes well. Log complete. She, she reaches up, pulls a dagger, and holds it to your the back of your neck. And she says, all of you stop right now or he dies. She readies her third attack to stab down if any of you make a move on her. We are up to Riley in the turn order. You see this guy who's nearly dead stand up and kind of shakingly aim a crossbow at Ioana. Uh, I, I growl at him. You see the, the point go down a little bit, and he looks towards Aurora, and it goes back up again. <laughs> um, Combat-wise, they would still need to make an, that last attack to, to kill me, right? Yep, it's, she's holding her attack, her like final attack. Okay. Oh, man. Oh. Don't stop. Just keep going. <laughs> hey, 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 listen. Uh... We Aurora. can heal I, him. I, I, I said, bitch. I said, wait, take okay. the shot. I, I said, wait, okay. Oh um, <laughs> let's, 
<laughs> Let's all be calm here. You you remember me, right? Uh, from the that place. Uh, hi. Um, we're just here to retrieve some goods that you have procured unlawfully. I I should say. Um, how about we all just cool off for a second and and. What are you trying to convince her to do? Give you the goods? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get her to lower her weapon. Are you trying to, like, charm her? No, I'm just talking. Literally okay. just trying to persuade her to chill out. No one has to get hurt, you know? No one has to get hurt, okay? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry for what me and my friends here have done. Um, both times, actually. Uh, okay, like I said, we're just here to repossess some stolen goods okay roll me a persuasion check okay 15. okay she says are you here on gillian's behalf or someone else we are we are uh gillian that that was the shop owner right yes he just wants his stuff back and i don't blame him to be honest uh we were just trying to do this really um obviously well not obvious anymore, but uh, my hands are raised, by the way. Um, sneaky. Um, you know, no one got hurt. No one should have gotten hurt. I abhor violence. Uh, what goods are you here for? Uh, oh, the cannons. That that magic cannon, definitely. And uh, the uh, the the powder, the black powder. Hmm. How about this? I give you the powder and the two cannons, and we all walk away with something. Does the two cannons involve the arcane one too, or...? The two regular cannons. Oh, but I really wanted to see the the, the magic cannon. Uh, would anyone else like to do anything right now? Um, can we still attack? Um, if you do, she will attack, use her atta uh, held attack on red. Wait, did Riley just <laughs> confirm to her that we're here on behalf of the poor shopkeep Gillian, who will now be brutally murdered by pirates. We don't know that! He did. <laughs> I did, but we don't know if he's gonna get murdered. Oh, he is gonna get murdered. <laughs> uh, when it gets to my turn, tell me. Zero, what are you doing? I want to cast... I want to use Misty Step and get in between... Can I, can I get in between them? <laughs> It has oh, no. a vocal component. What do you do to cast the spell? Wait, Misty sorry, you have to you have to cast Misty Step on unoccupied space. You cannot cast it on a space where somebody else. Oh yeah, you can't get between them. You can get right in front of her though. You can get above me, above her, and like fall on her. Yeah, you, you can. can. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Six no. feet above her. <laughs> Cannonball content. I want to cannonball right on her. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god, do you yell cannonball? <laughs> yes, that is very important. So I look at her and I just scream, cannonball! And then I use Misty Step. Okay. And then I want to just flatten her. How far above her do you teleport? Because this can be I the damage that knocks her out. How far away from her am I? Ten, I'm 20 feet away. So I want to be 10 feet above her. So you appear above and cannonball down right as she stabs Red. Red, uh, what is the last thing you want to see before you go unconscious? Sim's ass and like <laughs> just like tucked knees, just like falling. And I'm just like, I want to get full tushy to face ratio happening. Like, the last thing I say is just perfect form.
<laughs> okay, you're red, you're unconscious. Um, and the last thing you see is Sem in cannonball form just land on top of you. And this woman goes, what the hell? Roll me an athletics check is how we solve that. Yeah. And then also, while I am landing, can I also be attacking? Misty step is a bonus action, I think? Yes. So yeah, you can attack on the way down. <laughs> well, I was going to use magic missile. <laughs> Oh, all right. Yeah. Overkill. You're falling down. You cast magic missile. Give me your damage rolls. Can I ask how much HP she has? Because I know that she's on her last leg. You cannot. Is she looking rough, though? Like, yeah, she's bloody. Like, no. Roll me your damage. <laughs> 11 damage. Thank you. These these little spheres of force that you used before kind of impact into her as you as you land in the space where she is. She kind of tumbles off to the side. Um, and now both of you are kind of standing on either side of her um, with Red in between you. Now, um, Red, can I have a death saving throw? Oh no. Red just got oh, here. <laughs> and oh, no. what do I, oh no, I just. Uh, just this one. 11? Okay, that's one success. If you get three, three failures, you did. Three successes, you're stabilized in that time. Do I just keep going until I get three of one of them? Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, so, Yolanda, your turn. Is the guard Wait, doing anything? He's before me. Now, this other guard, assessing the situation, <laughs> starts running. Reaction! Knock him out! Uh, well, he is on the stairs. You could take an attack at him. It'd probably be a disadvantage because the railing and all the shit's in the way. I will try. I am not using my reaction for anything else, so why the hell not? Uh, disadvantage, you say. 13. Definitely hits. <laughs> How do you, what does it look like when you knock him out as he goes to turn and run? Uh, he turns and runs, and I basically kick him in the small of his back, and he tumbles down the stairs. And lands on the, <laughs> on the lower deck unconscious. Okay. He, he tumbles down the stairs, thankfully not hitting his head on the way down. He is not unconscious on the, uh, lower deck of the ship. So you're up, Yuana. After knocking him out, you turn and face Aurora. She is right next to you. She's looking a little beat, um, but still holding him there. A little beat up? <laughs> she's looking worse for wear. Her breathing is heavy. You can clearly see she's kind of, um, has one of her, one of her arms are braced in a weirdly, really weird way. You would probably guess from Red's attack on her with his horns. Okay. She's holding her rapier in one hand and she's kind of like right on the fringe of your range. Okay, uh, I would like to shove her away from Red because I think she is asshole enough to actually try and smurderize him while he is unconscious. Um, so I'm gonna use my attack uh, to shove instead of uh, do damage. I am rolling with advantage because I am raging. Yeah, dope. Uh, 24. Ooh, okay. Where are you trying to push her? Could I try to drop her overboard here? Um, okay, so I'm going to say with this shove action, all of you are kind of, we'll set the scene. All of you are bunched up in the corner. Red is unconscious on the ground um, with a knife sticking out of his neck. Um, Sem is standing over him in a defensive posture, and you use your action to shove her towards the edge of the ship. Absolutely doable. Um, are you trying to knock her over? Yeah, I wanna, I wanna knock her in the water. Okay, so what does it look like when you do that? 
uh, I just like shoulder check her with all my strength and all my weight. Okay. Put into it. So from where you are with a quick sidestep, you change your direction and just charge. Um, and with your shoulder, you're much bigger than her, so it's very easy to toss her. Um, and you get her with a shoulder check and she lifts up in the air and sails towards the railing of the ship. The backs of her knees hit the rail and she tumbles overboard. And now I am going to turn around, yell to my companions, get those fucking sails up and pick him up. And then I'm going to dive into the water after her. Whoa. Okay. Oh, you can breathe underwater. Oh, no. Yes, I can. <laughs> And I am much heavier than she is. <laughs> okay, so you dive down into the water after her. When you shoved her, she kind of landed on her back and almost like belly flop, but the opposite. Um, and she hits the surface and you dive down after her. You still want to stay under the water, right? Yeah, I want to stay under the water and next turn, if I can, I will try to drag her under. She's underneath, you plunge in and you see her kind of struggling to get to the surface. Unlike you, she can't breathe underwater. She starts to swim towards the surface. I'm going to say, let me look at her statue. Oh, you're gonna, I'm so sorry. You're really not gonna like this. <laughs> she looks towards you and starts to swim towards the surface. What do you do? If she leaves the area five feet away from me, I will try to attack her as the reaction, which I can do. Okay, because um, you're a player and I don't want to take away your agency in this bit. She does have a disengage bonus action. Ah. <sighs> Do you want it? Do you want to narratively go for the swing, or do you want her to just be a lot faster than you thought? Yeah. So basically, I like reach uh, for her, and I, I don't want to stab her. I want to knock her unconscious. Mm -hmm. um, and as I reach and grab her, she is able to just uh, wriggle out of my grasp and uh, swim away. And this time, my being so heavy and carrying this huge ass sword is working against me because it is dragging me down. Okay, I love that. Um, so you take the swing and it, because you're underwater and the weight of it, it just moves slower than you would have expected. It thumps into her and she kind of turns and twists a little bit and you grab her and in the midst of you grabbing, she's just able to wriggle out without much problem. And she starts to swim away, much smaller than you and you're kind of swimming up and reaching. You see her breach the surface. And Zira. You hear her yelling something. Uh, can I get a perception check? Um, yes, I'm rolling now. I got a 16. Um, so with your perception check, you see her holding something. At this distance, it's a little hard to tell. Um, but she's yelling into it. We have been compromised. <sighs> she also has a sanding stone. And she starts to swim away. Though Motherfucker. it's at half speed, so she doesn't get far. She gets about three squares away from her. <laughs> Especially because of how injured she is. She's trying to swim to the other dock to get up and run. Riley, what would you like to do? Oh, hello. Jeez, uh, I don't know. There's a lot going on. I'm going to roll to see what he's going to do. Save grid! You could give me that healing potion that you got in your back pocket. So, yeah, that's what Riley does. Riley is just like, red, And then runs over to him and action to feed him the potion. Okay, that happens yes. with relative ease. Red, you can roll. He's healed. To get yourself up. I'm alive. 2d4 plus two. Oof, okay, four hit points. You you awaken with a start. You see that Aurora is gone and the guy that was standing next to you is now unconscious at the bottom of the staircase, leading to the lower decks. Um, I'm gonna say for flavor too, because 
The idea of you pouring a potion down his throat when he's on the ground is a little weird. You can also pour potions on particular wounds if you want to. I obviously took the dagger out of his neck. Oh god, imagine what would happen if it- Yeah, so it does, so he just doesn't have a dagger in his neck. It keeps the blood inside! <laughs> well, imagine if he gave him the healing potion while the dagger was in his shoulder. I don't want to explore that. I'm glad you took it out. <laughs> um, Red and Zero, your turns. What do you want to do? How many daggers were in me? Uh, just the one. Okay. I will keep the dagger. <clears throat> <laughs> we're starting a collection. <laughs> do I see the person that stabbed me? Yep, she is currently swimming away from the ship. She's about 20 feet away in the water, swimming to the opposing docks. I'm gonna take a shot with the short bow. Okay, roll me an attack roll. Okay, I'm lazy. Oof. Ooh, 11. Um, you let loose. Maybe it's just you're still woozy from just waking up to, like, nearly dying, but you fire the arrow a little high and it sails past her and sticks into the dock. Um, and as she's swimming away, you see her looking over her shoulder. Zero, what would you like to do? Oh, wait, so he missed? Yes. Oh, can I use my... I don't know if this is going to make sense, but can I use my movement and bonus action to prepare the ship for sailing? Um, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to say you can get to the sails. Um, you're, a, you're a trained sailor. You can get to the main mast and start doing the work to unfurl it. I'll say it'll at least take you another turn to get it all unfurled on the first mast, but you can get there and start doing it. Okay. Zero, what were you like to do? Um, I want to, I'm going to use Bless on all of us, on everyone else. How many targets? Yeah, three, up to three people. Oh, three. wow. At base level, holy crap. Yeah, I'm a G. That's awesome. Yeah, of course. Do I have to click it? No, everyone's blessed. You can add a D4 to, I'm pretty sure, ability checks and saving throws. Attack rolls no, and saving throws. Oh, attack rolls and saving throws. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Okay, um, so you spend your action casting that. And then I also want to use bonus actions to help Red get the ship ready. Okay, um, so you do the same thing. You move your action and your bonus action. The two of you together get the first sail unfurled just because Red directs you. And it's a simple sailing ship. It looks like they intentionally tied it down loosely in case they needed to leave quickly. So you were able to do that. Now, next up in the order, we have Yolana. What would you like to do? Uh, and what happened to this guard? On oh, the that dock? guy. Um, good question. So the guard up on the docks. None of you are looking for him. Yeah, we were not looking at him, but I'm kind of want to make sure that we're not sh getting shot in the back. In this particular moment, he. None of you also see him climb up on the ship. Maybe while they're setting up the sails, they take a look overboard and see that he is just not there. Ooh. Okay. Uh, maybe while you all looked away, he ran away, or he might have went to go get somebody else, or he could just be hiding. Is the trapdoor open or closed? It's closed. Okay. You would have noticed if you got back on the ship. Yuana, what would you like to do? I would like to grapple. Okay. Give me an athletics trick. Athletics with advantage. And I'm going to say because she's swimming, she's going to be at disadvantage. That's going to be very hard for her to beat my 25. Yeah. Um. She rolled a 10 plus 8, 18. Plus 8. Whoa. Yep. Yeah, so she is grappled. Mm -hmm. Yes, she's moving away. You catch up to her pretty easily and just grab her. How do you want to grapple her? Same, exactly same way I did uh, in the smithy. <sighs> uh, kind of like one hand holding, pinning her hand to me and the other hand around her torso. And uh, I'm just holding her against me. And we are very slowly sinking to the bottom of the, of the harbor. 
Oh no. Also, I will be I will be punching her every round to make sure that she is actually falls unconscious and then I will drag her to the ship. That's the plan. Okay. I don't want to sit on the bottom for a full minute because that's a that's a long time. Here's what's going to happen. Over the course of this grapple, you have done enough damage to her and the fact that you can breathe underwater and she can't gives you just an inherent advantage in this situation. She's constantly trying to struggle against you and over the course of this time, the three of you work together to unfurl the sails of the ship and get them oriented so that you can feel it slowly start to drift away from the docks. Now, Yolanda, how do you want to conclude this scene? I want to, uh, as soon as she goes limp, uh, I want to drag her back to the ship. And I think because she escaped through this window on the lower deck, right? Correct. Yeah, she ran out, opened the window, climbed up. So if she if she did that, I can throw her inside through this window and climb after her. Um. Yes, it might take more than one try, but we'll hand wave that because it's funnier. <laughs> yeah. Underneath, she's struggling beneath you. And you, with one hard punch, just hit her in the chest. And she gasps for air and you watch air drift out and she goes unconscious. Now, you aren't very far, I would assume, below the water, because she might die in yeah, the time yeah. it would take you to get up. So you carry her up to the ship, slip her through the window, and climb in yourself. Who is at the helm of the ship? I, I assume Red. Oh yeah, definitely me. Okay. Um, Red, can I get a sailing check, I guess? I have a water vehicle proficiency. There you go. First time I've ever used that. 21. <laughs> 21. About, okay. about that rudder. <laughs> Here's where we resolve the rudder. The moment a brief wind catches the sails, it starts to drift away from the dock. The ship immediately begins to turn hard right, right towards the dock. Ah. You expected this, Red, and started <laughs> counter steering the moment the ship started to move. And you just barely pass by the dock. You hear a little bit of scraping, but it's not enough to stop the ship from moving. What's Neil been doing this whole time? That's a good question. Now, as the ship sails away, you see Neil sprinting down the docks. He looks at a crane that has a box on it, and he leaps up in the air, grabs the rope of this crane. Wow, 22. <laughs> and he swings the crane with just the weight of him running. And the crane kind of swings him towards the water, and he lets go just in time to land on the, the deck of the ship and roll. Bleepos. <laughs> blade pose, yeah. He lands in the blade pose on the deck and he goes, hurry, quick, I've, I've bought us a few minutes. Yeah, you got this. The ship starts to slowly move further and further away as you pull it away from the, pull it away from Strider's Landing. Can we drop the two unconscious mooks who are on the lower deck on the deck, on the, on the dock before we sail away so that we don't, because they're unconscious, they're no threat, but we don't need them, right? Can we take their weapons first? Yeah, sure. Let's say that while this has been happening, Riley and Zero do that, because Red's at the helm. Um, but as it as the ship turns and coasts clo very close to the dock, you use that opportunity to just kind of slump them over the side, and you hear a dull thud on the, the docks. <laughs> and can I do something below decks to make sure that uh, Aurora is unconscious and secured, but doesn't actually die because she kind of took a big gulp of water yeah. in her lungs? Roll me a medicine check. 
Oh, I suck at that. Uh, that's wisdom, right? Yep. Two. Ooh. Killed her. You kill her. Yep. Um, you are trying to stabilize her. Um, and you, you're like, okay, I know she let out her air. Her lungs are filled with water. And you start to do kind of compressions to get her to cough it up. And it's just not working. You might need help. I am going to like put her over my shoulder, uh, go up the trap door, open it, like, plop her on the deck and go like, can somebody do something about this? I think I drowned the woman. You want me to like kill her faster? No, she, we need to talk to her about the arcane cannon and well, and well, she is unconscious and probably dying. Can somebody do something chest. please? That's about it. I, I mean, I, I go over and try and help. Like maybe between the t between the two of us, if we work on doing this together, can one of us roll with advantage? Maybe. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It should probably be you because I suck at this. What's your wisdom? It's a round, beautiful ten. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Advantage, right? Yes, I got sir. A seven if that helps. You have what? I have a seven for wisdom if that helps. <laughs> oh. oh, okay, okay. Okay, no. I have a plus one. I have a 12. I got a plus see? one. See? See? That's better. Okay, uh, 15. Okay, that's more than enough. Between the two of you, now, here's what I'm going to say. When you brought her on the deck, I rolled a death save. When you failed your CPR, I rolled a death save. She passed both of those. When you <gasps> flopped her up onto the deck, I rolled a third. <laughs> she rolled a one. <gasps> that's two failures. So... With oh, the if the 15 had failed, I was going to roll again, and it was going to decide if she dies or not. But, yeah, you were able to do the compressions, and she coughs up a ton of seawater onto the deck of the ship. Not literally a ton, but... Um, and she's kind of coughing up seawater, and she rolls over to see all of the two of you, or I guess the three of you, standing around her as the ship pulls away from the docks. I drag her down and uh, use her hammock to tie her up. <laughs> okay. Um, in her days, she struggles for a moment and then kind of realizes the situation and just stops. Um, you managed to take her hammock. Roll me a slight hand or a dexterity check. Oh, that's not going to be good. Or a ropes because you might have experience with that. I probably don't. 11. 11. Okay. Um, so with an 11, you're pretty confident you get her at least tied up um, yeah. underneath. She stopped struggling. You've kind of tied her to the lower mast. I will try to search her and find anything that she has on her that might be used as any kind of weapon or anything that might be of any value or importance. Okay, roll me an investigation check. I... Okay, oh god. Yee! Um, uh, 23! Okay, 23. First, things, yeah. first thing you do is check her pockets. You do find a handful of coins three or four gold, a couple silver, two silver. And rifling through her pockets, you find on the back of her calf, underneath her, these kind of really loose, like cotton pants she's wearing, you feel a sh like a leather strap. And you feel around the back and immediately find another, a third dagger. Um, <laughs> I take it. <laughs> you take it. And while you're doing this, she just kind of looks glassy eyed at you. Like she's been through hell. Good. Good. You've searched her thoroughly. Your you look your mind remembers the hammock where she was, and you turn around and look to that, and you find um, she has like a a backpack, like a big, like kind of thick. Um, I don't want to say burlap, but I guess leather backpack is probably the right term. Um, and you start flipping through the pockets, 
Inside, you find rolls of maps of the Isles, <laughs> along with a cartographer's kit. And the third thing is pulling through all the pockets, you're finding odds and ends, pens, inks, quills, um, like a, a, a tinderbox, and some like rations, like dried fruit, dried meats. But in digging through, you find on the back of the the backpack, the part that would go right against your back, you feel something in between like the lining of the leather. And you feel around and find a hidden pocket. And you reach in, grab what's inside, it's cold in your hands. It feels like it's stone and you pull it out. And you can see that made of this kind of black kind of reflective stone is, it looks like a, a, a large circle with something carved into the middle of it. And you see inside this large circle is a curled black octopus tentacle. Okay. That's the symbol they told us about. Mm -hmm. um, before we get too far, did we, did we have both cannons and all the black powder. Did we see the arcane cannon on board? Um, while you're sailing back, you can run an investigation check for me if you would like. I didn't I see. I didn't see it when I was doing my investigation. I didn't tell you about the gonna do, I was yeah, gonna do. do a ritual casting of detect magic. Okay, so here's what we what that will give you. As you're sailing this busted ship to where the lily is, you cast detect magic on the bottom of the ship, and the first thing that catches your eyes, Riley, one is that. Down beneath, you can sense a faint bit of magic below deck. And then you kind of follow the trail a little. With this, can you roll me an investigation check with advantage? Yes, I can. 19. Okay. Ooh. With that, you make your way below deck and open up the door. You're just kind of following the faint sense of magic. You can feel something tugging at your senses. When doing detect magic, I was going to try, like, flavor it like he casts it on his glasses and he kind of like would see through the Ooh. glasses i like that better i like that better that's really yeah. cool um so while you're walking you don't see anything on the deck of the ship but you make your way below um and you find yuana going through a bag and you can see a faint bit of like this kind of tendrilous purple light like emanating from the bag um as you see yuana going through it and you see her procure an amulet that is writhing in these kind of purple tendrils of magic. It's hard to tell exactly what school it is, but you get that there are elements of enchantment, divination, and a faint bit of necromancy seeping from it. Yeah. Um, so torn. <laughs> um, Do I say something? Do I not? Try and steal it later? No, well, if you said if you, if you if you if you uh, say if you say uh, drop I, it, this I would, uh, he would still say it. drop it because he's more invested in the cannon than that thing. But he would definitely say like you should put that down. I put it down back in the bag so that I'm not touching it. Okay, because he's like super focused. So looking through this room, you don't see any other senses of magic. You turn to the door that leads into the hold and you open it. And the first thing you detect immediately is there's a panel of, a panel of the floor that is altered by transmutation magic. What do you do about that? Um, I, I, I run up to it. Okay. You run up pretty quickly and you find that a piece of the, the wood here 
or a, a piece of the floor, roughly three feet across, five and a half feet long, has been changed and sculpted by transmutation magic. I give it a nice little knock. It feels like wood. Do I have anything? I have a dagger. Okay. And um, I'm just going to try and like hack at it. I'm just going to hack at the, the center of it and just start hacking at it. Okay. So as the ship is sailing away, you begin hacking at this. Um, and you manage to get through one piece of the floorboard. Not a lot, because one, it's you're just taking a dagger and stabbing like two by fours. Um, but after some time, you manage to get leverage and pry up one of the boards. And beneath, you can see this large arcane or this large like cannon type shape. Um, it's not made of iron. Um, it's made of a material you haven't seen before. Um, but you notice that the back of the cannon is big and fat, like the normal bell end of a cannon. And as it moves forward, the, the, the metal just stops and there are three floating rings at the edge of the cannon. They're just kind of hovering in place. Whoa. It hurts your eyes to look at because it's filled with evocation magic. This is it. I'll take, my, take the glasses off now that I've found it. I don't think I have this and I don't even know if anybody else would have it. But I'm assuming I do not have a, uh, what is it? A pearl worth a uh, hundred gold. Probably not. Me. Probably not. Um, for what spell? Uh, uh, for identify. Oh, um, I'm going to say yes. Does it consume it? Specifically because of the... the no, um, it doesn't. It doesn't. So I'm going to say yes, specifically because of the circumstances that caused you to leave school. Key. Um... Yeah, that's what I'll I'll do then. I will ritual cast identify. Okay. As you're casting this, the ship comes to a halt as you all pierce through the the um the illusory veil that's hiding the lily. Um as the ship pierces the veil, you see there are a handful of people kind of at the ready with crossbows, keeping them leveled at your ship as you approach. Um what do you all do? Um, I would like to grab everything that I found. I would like to make sure that the, the strange black uh, stone disc uh, that Riley told me to not touch is like secured and um, not touching me in any way. Uh, and I also would like to uh, blindfold Aurora so that she cannot see what is happening and make sure that her hands are tied. I know that she can use magic, right? She was trying to charm somebody. Yep, you saw her try and cast that one spell. Well, she's gonna get gagged as well because nice. uh, there are spells that only require a uh, verbal component. So she is bound, tied, uh, bound, uh, blindfolded and gagged. And I okay. carry her over my shoulder to the lily. Okay, so, so you, you all um, steer the herald up to the lily and you see Kothak um, along with the help of a couple of other crew members, like lower the plank between both ships um, and they come aboard and help and start taking the goods into the Lily's cargo hold. Um, the cannons take a bit of work and it takes some time. I think this is a good place to stop with all of you kind of carting Aurora and the goods into the hold of the Gilded Lily. Now, I think I want to cut in. I know you all want to interrogate her. No, I just want to kill her. Well, yeah. I mean, you love you want to murder everyone. I don't Specifically, her. She she, her. she stabbed me and held me hostage. You know, I kind of don't like her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she hurt my boy. Yeah. Okay. 
Is there anything you all would like to do before the interrogation happens? Because I kind of want to cut in right on the scene of you all interrogating her. Um, I'll rest up. How long did it take to, for us to get that book there? Was that long enough for a long rest? or Minutes. Like 10 minutes, maybe. Because it was like a, it's a big ship and it was kind of drifting. So it was the ship was fighting you the whole way. Even if we were doing a short rest or whatever, I would not be part of that. I would be... Folk, I'm focused on this cannon, what it is, what it do. I'm fine without resting. I don't know how everyone else is. Yeah, I mean, y'all can just yeah. die right in. With your identify, first thing you notice is that this cannon, um, this kind of strange, it's, think of it as like a bunch of stone and metal rings that are arranged in the shape of a cannon, but they're all kind of hovering in place. Like it's not sealed like a cannon would be. And at the back end where there would be the kind of root in the wheels, there's just a sphere with one of these, again, like stone metal inlaid rings. And it looks like it's just kind of hovering in place in there. With your identify, you notice that there is a core piece missing. On the ring closest to the sphere, there is a piece of metal that looks like it is removed. And the only way you can tell is because it was, it's like a finely cut spot but it's roughly about the width of like a, a person's wrist. It's just missing from the cannon. Without all of the pieces, it's hard to tell exactly how it works, but one thing you do know is that it has a lot of explosive power behind it. It's by looking at kind of the etchings and the arrangement of these floating rings, you can tell it channels magical force. Like you think of your magic missile, but a cannon. Mm. Again, it's missing a piece. You can't quite tell how it works. You just get a sense of what it does. The size of a wrist? Yep. Like a bricks, like a, like a bracelet, like something that would go stick over your hand in it. wrist. I, I've got to stick my hand in it. No, what I'm saying is there's a piece. So imagine like a curved wheel, right, of stone. There's just a piece of it missing from the middle, like someone plucked it out. Oh. It's not like a slot for your hand, though it would be funny if you put your hand in there and it just got pulped. So it's like an arc. Yeah, it's like an arc shape. Okay. Did we find anything uh, while searching the the ship uh, that would fit in there, on Aurora or in her things in the in the hold where she was staying? Um, I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna like play around with this. No. Um, I, you did not find anything that matches the description. Ah, oh, damn. Though you do know that the ship right now. Its entire crew isn't here, and Galahad is also gone. So your best guess, there's a weapon on the ship that is really strong. Someone important probably has the mechanism that you need to make it work. I know my first question for Aurora, then. Okay, okay. Let's do it. Oh, missing piece. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, well, I, I guess I can go back to and look at the... Oh, should we... Oh, um... I I walk back to Iona. Uh, should we, uh, should I get back to that thing? And I point at the sphere. I'm assuming she dropped somewhere. Uh, yeah, I, I think I wrapped it up in, in things and put it back in the backpack that we oh, took boy. off Aurora. Okay. Or should we, should I, should we take a look at the sphere first? Or should we go talk to, um... Um, I mean, uh... If, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's uh, wait, 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 wait a second. We, we did hand our prisoner over, right? She is, we are no longer 
guarding her or are we guarding her as this is happening? Yeah, so while you were arranging yourselves, you handed her off. You basically drug her onto the ship and Kothak looked at all of you and said, do one quick look over the ship, um, double check, make sure nothing was forgotten. I'm going to get her prepared for a brief interrogation. All right. So in this case, if we are uh, not, uh, we, we don't have to keep an eye on her as this is happening, um, I can cast identify ritually as well at the same time as Riley is, is identifying the cannon. I can identify the, the weird evil stone that I found. Yep. Okay. So that I'm pretty sure that stone, if I remember correctly, it was a sphere with like a, a tentacle wrapping around it. Uh, I have cold stone, black, reflective, large circle with a carving of a black tentacle. Oh, okay, so it's like a um, an amulet. Um, yeah, so yeah. With, with a quick identify, um, you can tell the magical abilities that this thing imparts on whoever's holding it. Um, it lets you cast, cast the suggestion spell once a day. Though mm. so something about this, it when you're casting identify, there's some deeper magic to it that you don't quite understand and it feels unsettling okay which with this object you kind of now understand how she was able to cast such a powerful spell on or try to cast such a powerful spell on one of you in the blacksmith shop mm -hmm. okay so um i'm gonna after riley tells us about the cannon uh i'm gonna say i it, it, it is a useful tool but i would be careful uh and and i wouldn't want to use it really that much i i'm not sure where the power of this object comes from and it might be a place we don't want to mess with uh, can i see it uh, sure yeah okay um i'm gonna i'm going to just set it down and i'm gonna take out my book not the small one the bigger mm -hmm. one and i'm actually gonna just do a really he's not the best artist he's just gonna i'm going to try and doodle it into this book into my big book and save it for later but you you can take it back now uh okay um i think i'm gonna maybe ask vapa about this also maybe her magic knows uh, will be able to tell something more about this thing do you want to talk to her before or after the interrogation? Maybe maybe after. Uh, we will also need to bring her the maps that we found because there was a cartography um, kit and uh, there was also several like rolled up maps, right? So we, yep. we will need to take it to the navigator basically, right? Um, okay, so let's say to speed this up before you do the interrogation, you take those materials to Vapa, and she says, I have looked him over um, while you are dealing with the prisoner. Okay. Thank you. And everybody good? Can I find someone that um, has healing potions? And just like... Because we're not doing a long rest, right? Yeah, it wouldn't be a long rest. That would be the um, quartermaster. Um, Freya Birkin. She's a human woman. Um... Yeah, you find Freya and she doles you out. She can give you two regular healing potions. Was that a D4? 2D4 plus two, I think. For each one. Yeah. Two, so it's four, and two again, so it's eight. Nice. Well, you get to roll 2D4 for each healing potion, so. Okay, sweet. 
Four. Three. Gotcha. Thank you. Freya uh, makes a note of that before you leave to kind of correct it with the stops. And she says, did you find any goods um, on their ship? Things that we can take? Did you find the powder? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I was steering the ship, so I didn't get to look. All right, I'll, I'll check with everyone else. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the two of you part ways. And I think we're going to fast forward to the hull of the Gilded Lily. Phew, that was a close one. Well, thanks for making it halfway through. I know this one is a lot longer than normal, but it's got some nice surprises coming. If you'd like more where that came from, please take some time to support us by following us on Twitter, reviewing us on Podchaser or iTunes, or, you know, just telling your friends about us. Spread the show around. Share what you enjoy. Storytelling is our passion, and I would really love to bring that passion to as many people as possible. If you want to learn more about the show or name your very own non-player character, check out our website at www.toapodcast.com. Seriously, we've gotten some really great characters there, and one of them was mentioned in our episode recap. Captain Deckard, named by the Dice Populi cast. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. This week, I'd like to give a shout out to Beholder to No One. Take it away, Nikki. Hello, I'm Nikki from Beholder to No One, a D&D podcast. If you're looking for discussion episodes, Greg and I talk about D&D and TTRPG topics each Monday with guests from the TTRPG community. On Thursdays, we swap between either non-D&D TTRPG one-shots that we call Beholder to One-Shots, or we do a 5e D&D actual play that falls into a homebrew horror-esque setting. All episodes release at 4 p.m. Eastern. You can find out more information on Twitter or Facebook at Beholder to No One, or you can listen to our episodes wherever podcasts can be found. Hope to hear from you soon. I've been honored to be a guest on Nikki's show a few months ago, and they have a lot of really great things going on. Talk shows, actual play podcasts, tons of random one-shots with lots of really cool and pretty famous people. So show them some love from Esperon. All right, let's get back to the show. We set the scene with a small darkened section of the cargo hold of the Gilded Dull. Seated in a chair, blindfold over their face, arms tied behind their back, is Aurora Balea, the woman from the Shattered Herald that you successfully captured when you stole the ship. This section of the cargo hold is dark and dim. All of the candles are lit, all of the portholes are sealed. Between you on a barrel is a single candle, creating a very faint orb of light around you. We see Riley standing there in front of this woman, and behind him, followed by Ioana, Red, and Zira, all anxiously waiting while this woman is seated in this chair, unconscious. Off in the shadow to the side, you can see Kothak watching, but his presence isn't quite known to your captive. What would you like to do? Uh, uh, hi. Uh, remember me? From the the shop? Uh, your people shot an arrow in my leg. It, it's fine. Uh, I'm Riley, with a W. I don't remember if you know who I am. Um, sorry about this. And I, and Riley goes and takes out a petrified Eye of Newt and kind of throws it. And then it just hovers above her head and then suddenly just looks down at her. And I cast Hex on her. Okay. At this point, Riley, you realize that she was unconscious and did not hear a word you said. As the hex takes hold, there's no saving throw, correct? No. Okay. Uh, just says you place a curse on them. 
her head lifts up and she gasps in a bit of breath. Where am I? I, I look back at my companions and I go, Hi, I'm Riley. I don't know if you remember me, but I'm the guy from, we're the people from the shop and, uh, you shot me with an arrow. It, it's fine. Uh, you're in a dark room, uh, and we would like to, he's just looking over his shoulders and he's like, we, we would like to, uh, ask you a few questions, if that's okay. Fuck off. Oh, that's not very nice. Uh, I take um, one step closer to standing behind uh, Riley, uh, kind of looming over him, and uh, she's still blindfolded, just glaring at her. Well, <laughs> in this case, <laughs> let's remove the blindfold to make her fully aware should, of should the I do that. The situation. Or you guys want to do that? Um, so you remove the blindfold, and she locks eyes with you for a moment. She goes, "Oh, it's you." All right. Yeah, Riley with a W. Uh, so just me and my my friends here wanna ask you a couple questions, and then you can go on your way. You know, I I think that we would like we would all all of us here would like know to roll me a persuasion check. I think. Oh, oh dear. Oh, oh, you said persuasion. Mm-hmm. That is a twenty-five. Wow. Whoa. 19 plus 6. She looks among all of you and kind of assesses the situation. And you see her look around the room a bit. Being weary to not keep her, not take her eyes off of the four of you. I don't know anything valuable. Well, let's just let us ask our questions. And then um, we, not not you, we, but we, we, as in my friends and I, will, will, find out if that's important or not okay okay um so you know we we know about the arcane cool really cool canon um i noticed that there's a piece missing uh what's up with that where 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 who do you know where that is who has it uh you'll never get it you'll have to pry it out of the cold dead hands of galahad Okay. Oh, dead hand. Do you guys? Are you guys taking notes? Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm just standing there with my arms crossed. I mean, so, so this Galahad won't just give it to us? I mean, we got the bigger piece. I feel like he should just give it to us. Um, and what is your relationship with Galahad? If you don't mind me asking. He is my captain. Are you? Are you like? valuable to him in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Ooh. Hmm. Ooh, I rolled a terrible insight. A first mate would be valuable, I would hope. Okay. If any of anyone else here wants to do anything to contribute, feel free. You can tell already that she is intent being intentionally dodgy and resistant to actually giving you useful information. It seems she has resigned with the idea that she's going to have to answer questions if she wants to stay alive. Tell us about Galahad. What would you like to know? Everything that you think is significant. What kind of person is he? What are his goals? What is he planning? Where he might be going next? Is Galahad his real name? How tall is he? 
Is he handsome? Five eleven. She kind of has this like cocky smile. That's pretty big. But you notice that she hasn't answered any of the other questions presented. Oh yes, I do notice. Uh... <laughs> what um race is he? Species? I don't know the correct terminology for this. Races. Uh, that that's kind of how the D and D lines it up. So we'll just use that. Gotcha. Human. But, uh, is Galahad his real name? Yeah, as far as I know, yes. Inside check that. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, red dice. Be nice to me. Oh, damn. That is 20. Roll the 17 plus 3. Um, she seems seems totally genuine. Um, what were you guys doing here? We are sent here to retrieve an item from the jungle. Do you know what item? I do not. Are your companions in the jungle working on that right now? Or have you already retrieved the item? Um, I think this is a persuasion or an intimidation, your check. Your okay, uh, well, I am going to definitely try to intimidate her. Oh, can I help? Can she use strength? Yeah, yeah, you can use strength for intimidation. I allow that. Yeah. I was, yeah. I'm just gonna try and help by saying, oh, just answer her question. That's good because Don't make her hurt 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 you. Please. So roll with advantage, Yuana. Okay. Okay, that is not fantastic. Uh 15. Um in this scenario, considering Riley's role earlier, that is a pass. You say this and kind of what do you do to look intimidating? Um I want to uh just I want to stand right like next to Riley, maybe like half a step uh, in front of him to um, m- make it very clear uh, how big and tall I am, uh, and I'm I'm all the time holding one one hand on uh, the hilt of my sword, uh, and just uh, staring at her, uh, keeping keeping close focus on her. Okay, so your demeanor alone, the fact that like she is, she is intentionally being kind of. Um, cocky and dodging your questions, and it's not even pissing you off, is intimidating to her. So as you take this step forward, she goes, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how strong you are or how strong you all think you are. Once he retrieves the artifact, it's over. What artifact? I do not know. So you are you kidding me? Insight check back. Retrieve an artifact that you don't know what it is. So how can you possibly... Uh, I look at the Riley and I say, uh, I guess she just answered your question as, as to uh, whether the first mate is valuable to the captain. I, she doesn't I'm, know shit. I want to insight check that she doesn't know the artifact. Um. Okay, roll me an insight check. Come on, I've been rolling decent. Come on, not good. Uh, seven. Oof. Um. She's speaking confidently. It's hard to tell. You guys said she was a first mate. That's what she said. Oh, God damn it. Guys, she, she knows nothing. She's basically like freaking cabin boy or something. Can we just throw her out for the fishes and get on with our day? Hey, hey. I, I wouldn't Fuck want you. to do that. Language. I'm sorry. Language. <laughs> yeah, let's toss her out. We don't need this. We really don't need this shit. I thought we had someone actually. Uh, maybe she at least knows. Maybe at least she knows where uh they went for the artifact there must be at least some scrap of information they gave her she i doubt she knows where the gunpowder is okay one of you roll me um i think this is gonna be 
because I, I get what you're doing and I love it. You're trying to bait her into getting mad. <laughs> yeah. Um, what skill do you want to call this? Or like even just an ability check. Whatever it is, it's going to be with advantage because you're both playing the same card. Uh, it can't be intimidation because that's not really uh, <laughs> deception. I would, yeah, I would rather uh, give somebody else advantage than roll this myself because intimidation is the only thing I'm good at. Okay, out of maybe two. I like deception um, because... You're like intentionally trying to bait her, and if she realizes that, she might not talk. Mm-hmm. Here we go. It'll be with advantage. Okay, okay. I got a plus three. This is this isn't the worst. Oh, first is a natural one. So Ooh. thank God for that advantage. I lie, you not natural twenty. Yes! yes. Okay, okay. So you hit the you you found the exact button to hit. Um, especially because of how confident and cocky she was acting. The moment you mm-hmm. say like, I don't even think she they tell her where the gunpowder is. She goes. Excuse me, I have spent all my time helping the captain reach this port quietly. Getting all the paperwork done, making sure he could get get up that stupid river to get to that sunken ship. So don't you dare tell me I don't know anything about the situation and the fact that he's trying to retrieve a... And as she's about to speak whatever the name of the artifact is, you watch her eyes glaze over black and her expression goes blank. What just happened? Do, uh, is, uh... I wave my hand in front of her face. Uh, ma'am? You see her eyes faintly twitch. I use message to message her saying, uh, say that again? As that message hits her, the face looks at you. Who are you? Um... Oh shit! As, as soon as that happens, Riley is in her face, like waving his hand in front of her face. And when that happens, he kind of just like hits the floor, backs up, like he's crawling backwards. He's like, "Nice, <laughs> Matthew." Roll me in. Roll me in a strength check. Yeah, I got a five. <laughs> you give her. A, you give her a slap, and her face kind of looked like pushes to the side a little. It doesn't look like you did any considerable damage to her. Her her cheek is a little red. Who are you? Uh, it's it's not polite to ask for a person's name without giving your name first. Hi, my name is Riley with a W. What's your name? I am Urine. Urine? Okay. <laughs> How do you spell that? Uh, <laughs> I Urine. Is um, it U-R-N, or...? Nice to meet you. Uh, that's Urn. <laughs> We're gonna die! <laughs> oh. I'm sorry to be rude, but that's a stupid name. Maybe it means something very pleasant in a different language. Yeah, sorry, that was rude. You hear Kothak step, his feet kind of step forward, and he steps into the light, and he goes, I've seen this before. She turns her head and looks towards Kothak and goes, Oh... The dragon swope returns. I say to Sam, like, wait, he was here this whole time? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, we'll talk about that later. Okay, I'm not my bad. So this is normal then, I guess. What, as he steps forward, um, he says, some of them are uh, a little more deeply connected to the thing that they worship than we would like. Wait, are we... Talking to the thing that they worship now, or are we talking to Galahad? I am not a thing. 
your urine. You're definitely seeing like a thing. Um, you know, you're not uh, here, but you're here. DM question: Is my hex still up, or yeah, did it's I still up. That? Okay. Oh, what ability check did you pick? Uh, charisma. Nice. Okay. Uh, I I t- turn to Kothak. I ignore the black-eyed creature okay. at the moment, uh, and I I turn to Kothak and I ask, uh, can it do? other things than just speak to us in a creepy voice? Can it see us? Can it hear us? Can it use magic at us? What do we do? As far as we can tell, it can see and hear everything she can. Does it feel everything that she feels? I do not know. I will test a theory and punch her in the face. Ooh, okay, give me a attack roll. Okay, then, uh, an attack. Uh, Is she restrained? Yep. So that would be with advantage, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Well, that would be 25, so I think I hit. Wow. Mm. How do you hit her? What I what I will give you to flavor this is that what you're about to do will knock her out of this state. Uh, mm. I want to punch her right in the face, right between her eyes. Her head reels back. She suddenly lets out a gasp of breath, and her eyes are back to normal, the kind of um, vibrant green that you were looking at before. She looks scared. I told you she would hurt you. Uh, you okay? I hope the whatever it was will have a headache as well. What was that? I, I, I don't know. I, I was trying to speak. I was trying to what we were looking for, and something just took me. She looks genuinely afraid. Like this is not something that has ever happened to her before. So what were you? So you got taken over before you said what you were looking for. Could you tell us what you were looking for? No, 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 no. Just, just one more time. Tell us. Roll me a persuasion with disadvantage, because you have no idea what just happened to her. I don't know what happened to her. Oh, come on. Ten. Yeah, ten. She looks at you, and her eyes are wide, and she's afraid, and she's just shaking her head no. Uh, I, again, ignore her and, and ask Kothak, uh, you've seen this before, is there some kind of way to block this influence or whatever this is so that she can speak freely? I can try, um, but I will need your help. Uh, sure. Well, what do you need? Um, he steps forward and stands in front of her and with his, um, his left hand, um, cause, you know, his right one is gone from the elbow down. He reaches up and grabs her hair and is looking her dead in the eyes. How long have you been afflicted? And she goes, I, I don't, not long. I remember the docks. And he goes, good, that's a start. It had to happen in the city before you left. I'm gonna do something and it will not be pleasant. What I need you to do is focus on who you are. Do not forget it. Do not lose it. Whatever this thing that has burrowed its way into your mind, do not let it tell you otherwise. And Kothak looks back to all of you and says, I need you all to stand around me for a moment. Okay. I move to stand behind Aurora's chair. I stand next to him. In order for this to work, I'm going to need each of you to provide me with something of value about yourself. Huh? Can, can be anything, a secret, something that will help me connect with you on a personal level. 
secret, a piece of information, a story about who you used, who you were before we met anything. Oh. Takers? This will work, but the more you give me, the less likely that thing is to take me over, which would be most certainly your death. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, oh god, what, what do I tell him? I have a tremendous amount of debt. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, a lot. Financial? Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah, financial. You know. <laughs> By the way, the late uh, Aurora in the chair looks very concerned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, college isn't cheap. Um, so, yeah. Guys, that's why I dropped out, by the way. Okay. Oh, I have tremendous anger issues, and uh, that's why I left my teacher's uh, tutelage. I need to um, figure out what it means, and uh, I thought uh, maybe this would be a good way to do it. Yes, he thought wrong. <laughs> well, uh, uh, oh dear. Uh, well, I went to a night school that I thought was for the uh, restorative arts. Uh, little did I know, yeah, it was a necromancy school. Who knew? Uh, Fucking so knew. At some point, we got raided by some oh, paladins, and oh, that was that was terrifying. They just came in, and they were like, "Smite this, smite that," and I was just kind of behind the chairs. Uh, cowering up and that's why I dropped out too <laughs> would you do any of you actually go to the academy I mean I, I have like I, is there I look at you <laughs> I look at that's Sam. a very specific answer yeah I had a library that, pass I stole my, from the library in my defense I thought that it was a legitimate school uh um, Kothak, you see, Kothak has let go of her hair, and you can kind of see him laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. You, you were going to fit in here a lot better than I thought. You as in me, or you as in uh, the royal you? Or... The royal you. My, ah, okay. My close friend and previous captain of the ship was a professor there. <laughs> and he was expelled from the university because they thought he was crazy. Was he? So he hates the school and the fact that none of you actually attend. <laughs> He's laughing. It's wonderful. Can each of you roll me a d4? I got a three. I got one. I got a four. I got a three. Hey. Yeah, boy. Okay. Um, each of you write down on your sheet for me. Um, we're 10 episodes in, roughly. This is exact, right where I wanted it to start showing up. Each of you write down whatever you roll. That's how many points of resonance you have right now. Hey. Oh. As characters, you have no idea what this means. As players, I will let you know that it is an ability score that you are going to be slowly building. That will give you access to feats of magic that you would not be able to accomplish with the skills that you could learn from any institution on the planet. I feel powerful. The higher the ability, basically you build up the ability score as you go by, it's a way to reward roleplay moments and things like that that connect you to other people. So those kind of pivotal scenes where, you know, you have a heart to heart with someone or something like that, it will cement those connections and that's how your resonance grows. Um, so right now, whatever you roll, that's your resonance score. It's very low. <laughs> so any attempts at trying to use it for anything are gonna be very hard. Um, cool. But you'll figure out more about what that is as you go. 
and Kothak says, What I am about to do, it doesn't leave this room. Understood? And he kind of looks around to each of you. I nod. Is it going to try and get out? No, I mean, what you see here... Oh, yes. ...do not speak of. It is a valuable skill, and if the wrong people know it exists, I may be in trouble. I salute him and say, Aye, aye, Captain. And you see him reach forward, and you watch the arm that's cut off at the elbow lifts up in the air and swings towards her face. And in that moment, you watch as from thin air, this blue ethereal limb starts to appear. It's furred like his, and that hand grabs her on the forehead. And in that exact moment, that light spreads to her and you watch her eyes go black immediately. That voice again just screams out. And behind her, the shadows on the wall behind being cast by her and the, the candlelight are growing and stretching and you watch them start to curl like octopus tentacles. Like all over the ship, almost like she has a, like a wreath of them at her back and they're stretching all over the ship. She locks eyes with Kothak. Can I get a resonance check from all of you. Uh, well, it's negative three in my case. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fine. I got a that 17. Is... You said minus two, if you have a three? Or no, no, if you have a three, it's minus four. Oh, then 13. I think mine's a 10, then. I have 13, and I have... I was... Yep, 10. Well, 13. Okay. So... Four resonance will be... Minus three. Yeah, I got 14. Uh, minus three, I have a 14 as well. Okay, that's two, that's two successes. Um, so what just happened is this is a contest. You just helped Kothak do something. Or or hindered him. Yeah, or hindered pocket. him. Um, <laughs> each one of you that succeeded gives him an extra one. So you pass this with flying colors. Wait, he has a plus four to resonance? Mm-hmm. Shit. He's been doing this for a very, very, very long time. As this happens, you watch as these tentacles, the shadows start to shift and change and bend in ways that don't make sense. And they're all approaching Kothak. And as he, you watch his spiritual hand grasp down on her, you can see these tendrils lash for him. And as they're about to get close, you each see that kind of a thread of light from you touch Kothak, all of you that at least succeeded. And with every one, it pushes these shadowy tentacles back further and further and as he yells you watch him rip his hand away from her head and in the middle of his palm there's this kind of mote of black light that he just crushes with his kind of ghost hand and you see her just kind of yell out in pain and she falls unconscious and Kothak goes that was a close one and his his head his breathing is very heavy. Did it work? Did we do it? Are you okay? I think so. How do we know you will not suddenly turn all black-eyed and creepy-voiced and evil? I, I I've had an encounter with this creature before. Um, I can guarantee you, it would probably want to kill everyone on our ship immediately. Insight check. Ooh, 
I like this. I like this. Okay, roll me some inside checks. I don't want to have to kill him. Oh, fuck. I have negative two. Ooh, I got a three. Uh, 18 for me. I got a 16. I don't question the captain. Um, I think he's good. <laughs> you, you will get us killed. Yeah, yeah, no, we're not going to allow that to happen. Oh, God. <laughs> he truly believes what he is saying, and there's a little bit of fear in his voice as he said he would want to kill everyone on the ship. And from what you saw, you saw him pry out this kind of moat of something and crush it. And when it was crushed, the black eyes vanished, the tentacles, the shadows suddenly became normal. Like he broke a, broke a connection, broke a cord, connecting her to something. Um, right. So you fought that thing or you know what that is? What is it? Not entirely sure. Uh, as I mentioned before, this particular cult wishes to assimilate everyone under its banner exactly like it just did her. So wait, she didn't really know what she was doing? She wasn't in control of her actions? What, what, what was that? In my experience, they, those who are affected are totally unaware. See, I told you guys not to hurt her. I kind of feel pretty conflicted about sitting on her at the bottom of the sea now. I mean, okay, granted, she still might have been an asshole. Probably. Yeah, but I generally... Under normal circumstances, she might have behaved that way. We don't really know. That's why we exercise caution and not outright killing anyone who's associated with should we be saying this in front of her? Because if she is an asshole, she just got an alibi. Is she conscious? Girl, she's conscious. Oh, okay. She doesn't look too good right now. She's she's unconscious. He kind of like slaps her cheek. <laughs> okay, yeah. Should we just wait for her to wake up naturally then? Or oh wait, Kothak, maybe she'll remember do something. You, do you know? Do they? Does that thing have a name? They call it the Deep One. Uh, do you remember when we first met, we talked about how there was an attack on the city. Um, a figure appeared in the streets and claimed to be working with us with Dragon's Wing. Yes. And they wanted to sink the city. Um, they were trying to summon this creature beneath the city, and me and my crew were able to stop them, and we thought the threat was done with. Whatever... We know they want to bring that thing into our realm. Uh, we don't know exactly where it's from. We haven't fought it, but we fought people that were controlled by it. Some actually, the, the scariest part is that there were some people who weren't controlled by it. They just believed in it. Wait, so this creature doesn't exist in our reality right now, is what you're saying? As far as I'm aware, no. And how can it like, exert control across dimensions? We've been trying to figure that out. Um, magic. Yeah. Maybe. Very powerful magic, too. Or there are little holes that it's poking through. It's hard to tell. Poking holes in reality? Uh, uh... Yeah. Yeah, that's... Can we talk about a raise? Is this you definitely mean... was not... <laughs> you just mean, like, beforehand? Security work no more. You, yeah, this wasn't, like, this? just beat him up. This is reality poking gods... So it's kind of like the Fey, a little bit, you know? It could be. We don't know if it's an actual god. We know that it is some sort of patron, and it does have powers. Considerable ones, considering what it just tried to do to us. What scares me now is that, or worries me, whatever their captain is up to, it's not good. 
she was this the last time I encountered someone this deeply connected they were the captain of a ship it makes me wonder what kind of shape he's in and what he's and what he wants out there he's here do you think that he's in control I don't know or is he doing this of his own volition um was Galahad one of those people who are assholes even before they are controlled or was he taken over and changed I think we have to ask her but she's not awake I don't think we'll have time to figure that out if we bump into him because he is here on this island right well we are on the coast yeah yeah, he, she, she said he sailed we, up the river, right? To yeah. get to a sunken ship, which has the artifact. Do we need which, to follow? I think I think we do. Oh, oh, I was afraid you'd say that. You can uh, do it in the morning. Actually, no, I'm good. <laughs> no, wait, I'm good. I, I got, I'm, I'm feeling uh, nice and healthy. I got a full belly, all my spell slots. I'm good. We see, we see Red going, can we do it in the morning? And he looks up and there's a bar above his head that is almost full. Oh, no. <laughs> you ate without me? When did you do that? When I was driving back on, on the ship. You didn't even stare? Wow. You weren't near me. And I had, uh, I had one hand on the wheel and one hand on a biscuit. Ooh, is it, what kind of biscuit? Uh, butter pecan. And butter pecan is pretty good. Um, I will, based on what I, we were doing some kind of reconnaissance on the coast, um, it looks like now the tide is low, so I don't, based on the water line of the trees, I can't, I don't quite think our ship, our ship can make it down there, so we're going to have to take something smaller. Is Is the other ship smaller? The little one with the cannon is smaller, right? Yeah, we could take their ship, probably, the Herald. We need to fix the rudder first. And we're only going to be in the river. I don't think it'll be that big of a deal. Um, did we? Did anyone take the cannons off of that ship and put them on the ship? Um, not yet. They're still anchored out there. Okay. I tend not to jump on those kind of things because, you know, having the enemy ship might be useful. Oh, absolutely. I, but, I, I think yeah, but we should, very useful. But, uh, we should move uh, the cannons, right? Captain, uh, there's the uh, magic cannon is below deck. Just, you know. I didn't already tell you. Does it work? Uh, nope. No. But if we're going to see <clears throat> this Galahad person anyway, we might be able to get him to give us the missing piece, and then oh. it should work. My but on the other hand, I don't want to... I don't think maybe taking the cannon to the guy who wants it yeah, and I'm... has the missing piece is a good idea. I was. If I agree with that. Yeah, that's why I was saying at least move that one to our ship. All right, I'll get our crew to offload the goods, and then we can take the shattered herald up the river. Yeah, and if if you're now more shattered than ever, uh, and if you are uh, worried about the waterline and and how deep the river is, offloading the heavy cannon is probably going us uh, hell. Is going to be helpful in like making sure the boat sits a little bit higher in the water. Right? Good idea. Um, when we leave, can I take the, the crew, I mean, I guess just the four of us, to the cannon? I want to see something. Any big brains there. Okay, but uh, one more thing. Uh, Captain, um, 
do you know how long it will take for her to recover and wake up? I think we should question her again before we set sail. Uh, just in case she wasn't a complete asshole before she was turned and will be actually helpful. Useful. Can I stab her once just as like payback? Like not a deathly no. stab, just just like a... Did you, oh, you said stab? I thought you said slap. No. Don't be mean, Red. She stabbed I mean, that. It wasn't her. Away. She slit my throat. It's an accident. Well, not really, but... We don't know if it was her, first off. It, yeah. She's how about this, Red? Her. How about Red? like her. Red, how about this? We oh. wait until she wakes up, and if it was her, then you can slap her. I can slap her, okay. Cool. If it was her, if it, if it was with her. an L. I don't know why you would spell stab with an L, but that, that's fine. <laughs> wouldn't, it be, wouldn't it be funny if he, he like replaced the wrong letter? So instead of stab, it was slab. <laughs> don't slap. I'll hit her with a brick. He, he Red pulls up like a floorboard and just hit her with a two by four with a slab. Uh, oh, two by four. God. Yeah. <sighs> I think that's the best plan. Just let her wake up. Okay, I'm going to mobilize the crew. Prepare anything you can, anything you need. It's time to track down Galahad. Hey, pirates. Thanks for sticking around. So, you may have noticed, again, we're using some new music on this episode. We've recently acquired some tracks from Dark Fantasy Studio, and man, do they just elevate the experience. Our theme song, titled A New Hero in Town, was created by Kevin McLeod. We use his work very frequently throughout our production. So do yourself a favor and go to Incomputech Music to check out what he makes and see if you can make your own stuff really cool. Our ambient tracks for this episode were created by Sword Coast Soundscape, which you'll find linked in our episode description. And if you like them both a lot, they have their own Bandcamp pages where you can purchase the tracks for yourself. We'll be dropping episodes for this show during the off weeks of the main feed. So you can get double the Asperon in the same amount of time. Stay healthy and see you soon.